Hello, everyone, and welcome back for episode two of Level Up. Um, I am your host, Cody. And I'm your other host, Graham. And um, today, we are going to talk about difficulty in video games. Yes, uh, I think we all have uh, a lot to say on this on this subject. Uh, some of us have some controversial things to say. But anyways, we'll just get into it and we'll find that out as we go. Yeah. Um, so I think the first question to ask is, does difficulty actually matter? Like, is it even worth talking about? That's a loaded question. <laughs> I, know, I know, right? Um, I mean, I would say yes, only because it comes up so so much and it's so core to how you experience video games because mm-hmm. um, there's there's no escaping difficulty either a game is easier or harder and how hard or easy it is will then influence who plays it and how many people play it mm-hmm. so I see I see what you're saying um, so I would I would say for the for the most part I think for traditional games uh, difficulty matters uh, but I think there's like outside of that there's like another category of like games where there's not it's not like I don't know I'm thinking I promised myself I wouldn't bring up Animal Crossing <laughs> this week but we'll just for now we'll just I'll mention it right here and then we'll never mention it again for the rest of the episode um it that that is it's not a difficult game um i wouldn't call it easy it's just sort of like its own thing and there are a lot of games that are like that as well um the sims actually is another example that comes to mind well i think bringing up animal crossing brings up a very interesting point about difficulty in games is that Mm -hmm. like usually when people think difficulty they think like the boss is harder to kill or there's more enemies for you to take care of at once but like a game like animal crossing has its own type of difficulty in the way that it's structured especially Mm -hmm. with the whole like real time aspect like i'm be honest animal crossing would be super hard for me because i don't have the patience to sit there Mm. and wait forever for things that I want <laughs> and th- it, that game basically asks you to do that because you know if if, it's, yeah. if an event happens once per day you'll do it once today and you can't do it again until tomorrow like in your real life not just in yeah. game time and that is that's too much like I wouldn't be able to handle that so that's like its own version of difficulty like it's not difficult like you were saying in the more traditional way mm. but it is difficult depending on who you are as a person no that i i see what you're saying that makes you know that does make a lot of sense because it's not like devoid of any form of difficulty i guess is what you're trying to say it has its own its own level of difficulty um whether that's you know i guess i i guess like specifically there's um you know, there's there's bugs and fishes that you can catch. Some are rare and some are harder to catch than others. So I guess in that in that sense too. Um, so I guess when you think beyond just like 
as you saying as you said is this boss hard uh then yes but in 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 terms of like traditional difficulty um not counting you know animal crossing sim the sims any of those just like mainstream games um you know are they too easy now you know back in the day you would have um what they called nintendo hard uh and these um you know these these games were legitimately challenging on you know different levels we can get to good versus bad difficulty later uh but um over over time since like the days of nintendo hard have games got easier and to the point where are they too easy these days um with the exception of games like dark souls i mean that's (laughs) (laughs) that's a whole other topic but yeah that's a whole nother can of worms uh which i think is we should talk about like yeah uh for no other reason than actually i'm just gonna go ahead and bring this up because uh because of what you just said with like are they too easy nowadays Mm -hmm. that makes me think of at one point i thought that some games like especially bigger games Mm -hmm. um and games that come from franchises that have spanned decades that like were known for their difficulty Mm -hmm. for a while there i actually did think yes modern versions are too easy i think the moment that i that I started thinking that was um I think it's still the newest release of Prince of Persia um because those games while they they were never like Dark Souls or you know uh, old school Nintendo levels of difficulty but like Sands of Time and uh all of those were still known to not be easy games necessarily but the most recent I think it's like I I think it's still the most recent one it was just called Prince of Persia Oh, I it wouldn't. You like literally couldn't die. Like you fall when you're jumping to try and grab a ledge, and somebody just catches you and takes you back to where you were. And I oh, saw, that's right. I saw that, and I was like, okay, that's not, that's not cool. Like, mm-hmm. come on, dude, don't, don't do that. <laughs> but, but I saw a game recently that made me change my mind. Um, I am fine with that mechanic as long as you give people options to cut it off. And I think that's like, for me, the core of difficulty in gaming. Mm-hmm. The, my core feelings about it are I need more options. Because I saw the, I think it's Mega Man 11, whatever the newest mm-hmm. Mega, Mega Man is. And mm-hmm. it now, for the, I think it's the first time ever in Mega Man franchise history, there are levels of difficulty. You can choose your difficulty level. And on the easiest level of difficulty, it will catch you when you fall. And like, I don't want to oh. play Mega Man like that. But if I hand the controller to a three-year-old, not as bad for them to be able to, because otherwise they probably wouldn't be able to play Mega Man. So now now I'm anxious to play Mega Man. I think (laughs) Eleven is because I actually just got it. But yeah, it's Mega Man Eleven. Yeah, sweet. Um, but yeah, like I so I think as long as you give options where Mm -hmm. I can choose the easiest all the way up to the hardest that's what's important because then you can kind of make everyone happy i know that doesn't actually make everyone happy but in theory it should um because you know like i'm we've talked about this before between the two of us 
I'm the kind of person who a lot of times plays single player games and narrative games just for the story and the world mm-hmm. and the lore, not for difficulty. So the yeah. fact that a lot of these like RPGs have been adding to story mode or like super easy mode has really, I've really enjoyed that because it means that I can cut that on and I don't have to worry about like hitting a wall that will keep me from experiencing the full story of the game. Yeah. Which I, I personally really am appreciative of. I mean, that's actually exactly what I did with um, the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Because uh, that... I, I'll say personally, I don't... I'm not super great at action games. Um, so I, I do, like... I appreciate, like... Again, like you, I, I just want to turn down the difficulty and experience the story and you know maybe come back later on a harder difficulty and for the for the challenge but first time through you just i want to just experience the story so um definitely we're definitely on the same page on there on that (laughs) but Um, i I will still say the games that don't have back to your like first original question games that mm -hmm. don't have different levels that i can choose of difficulty Mm -hmm. most of the time more modern games are definitely easier than old yeah. games were and let's be real that's yeah. because they want to sell more copies oh yeah of course um and i guess the 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 question is whether that's a good or a bad thing like is you know it's making games in general more accessible bad if it's bringing more people into the hobby um well as someone who has a wife that enjoys video games occasionally and is trying to get her to play more and experience more video games because she enjoys the ones she does experience so much. I like the accessibility. Mm-hmm. Personally. Um, I'm but perfectly good. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with just opening it up to everyone possible. Um, I do understand the get good art. Like, I, I get it. But, like, that's what harder difficulty levels are for. And that's what competitive games are for. Right? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a space where the get good argument, you can still have that. Now, even within competitive games, there needs to be, like, a competitive mode and then, like, a mode for people just to enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm I'm not very good at Overwatch. I'm probably, like, <laughs> silver or gold level at best. But, like, I still want to be able to enjoy having fun and playing the yeah. game. So I just don't play ranked. There you go. If you want to get good, go play ranked. You're fine. <laughs> Maybe not in Overwatch because it's a clusterfuck over there. But in other games, <laughs> sure. Like, and that's that's where like I can start to see the argument. But like in purely single player narrative games, like no, dude. Have the yeah. option for people to play on hard, but like also have the option for people to play easy. Because that's, like, I love Dark Souls. Absolutely mm-hmm. love Dark Souls. But I don't play it as often as I would if there were different difficulty levels. Yeah. I'd play it way more if there were multiple difficulty levels. I guess that also kind of brings, you know, just speaking of difficulty in just in general, um, like, in terms of Dark Souls and those more difficult types of games, um, you know, what, 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 about you know 
what, what makes them a good kind of difficult versus like I guess what I would say artificial difficulty um, again I've actually I, I've never played any of the Dark Souls games because I'm horrified so you'd have to like uh, <laughs> fill me in on this but um, I'm assuming it's more just in terms of you know the the enemies are you know you have to be you have to be more strategic um with um you know how you fight them versus i would say artificial difficulty whereas they just throw a stupid dumb boss with a million hp at you or send like 50 50 enemies like you know minions at you Um, yeah yeah but I'm, I'm assuming it's more of the, the former or it's more strategic and based on what you know gameplay videos I've seen. I would say even within the Dark Souls franchise, you can see both good and bad mm-hmm. uh, higher level. The best way to increase difficulty in a game, again, this is like single player games, mm-hmm. not uh, competitive games, but is to increase like how good you have to be with the mechanics of the game. Yeah. Uh, whether that is like physical mechanics, you know, like in Dark Souls it's largely physical mechanics and memorization of uh, attack patterns for the bosses. Mm-hmm. Where you have to know you and know when to hit the roll button, because that's like the biggest thing in Dark Souls. Uh, you get uh, immunity frames whenever you roll. So, mm-hmm. you have to know exactly when to roll right where his attacks the boss's attack is going to come you know like and the exact timing of it and know when it's going to hit where it's going to hit memorize that Uh, and the way that they kind of like ratchet up difficulty in that is um the bosses get faster they get more erratic and harder to memorize but even within dark souls there are parts of it where it's like you can tell to make it harder they did exactly what you said where like they Oh, you you know have this all the time in video games. Where you're like, okay, let me go from easy difficulty to hard, and all they did was like triple the number of enemies you have to fight. Yeah, and it's like that's not real difficulty. That's just overloading the mechanics so that I'll fail. Yeah, <laughs> like that's not that's not actually challenging me as a player. And that's where like if you're gonna make something difficult, you need to rely on the mechanics of your game. Uh, instead of just overwhelming the player. And yeah, I, if you go into the gaming community and you bring up difficulty, one of the biggest <laughs> things that people are going to complain about is bullet sponges. Where yes. an enemy, it doesn't even have to be a boss, just an enemy just can take a thousand hits. It doesn't. It just takes forever to take down. It's not a smart enemy. It's not a fast enemy. It's not hard in any other way than the fact mm-hmm. that it just takes forever to kill it. <laughs> and those, that's infuriating. That's why... In most games, I just play on the easiest difficult because then I don't have to worry about any of that crap. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've played a few, few games that are have been guilty of that. Um, in terms of like, don't get me wrong, I love the Uncharted series. Um, they're some of my favorite games, but I feel like, at least in my personal experience, it's been. Uh, they've they've consistently did you know that kind of thing on harder difficulties where enemies just do more damage and they take longer to kill and it's just 
it's it's I find I find that kind of difficulty frustrating rather than making the enemies smarter. Yeah. Um, but then on the other end uh, of just like of that, um, I play Jedi Fallen Order. Um, fantastic game. Um, but the enemies are just annoyingly stupid on easy. <laughs> hmm. So you feel like the game is patronizing you, and you're. Just, I don't know. It, it it's 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 weird to it, it's just kind of weird how that that kind of balances out kind of weirdly how how you want smarter enemies on harder difficulties but not necessarily dumber enemies on easier difficulties if that yeah. makes sense. Um yeah. cuz playing I forget what the normal mode is on on that game but um, you know, aside from you know the frustrating, the frustrating aspect of the difficulty that I found personally because I'm not good at action games, um, the enemies at least felt like they were aware of their surroundings, where it's just <laughs> such easy, and then you just like walk up to a stormtrooper and he's like, "Oh, it's you," and then like runs away, and then starts shooting at you like very i don't know it's just i mean to be fair stormtrooper so yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i I feel like i don't know if there's some one playing that game i i kind of um and i don't know if this is like technically feasible from like a video game developing development standpoint but having options like having more options not necessarily like easy medium hard like flat out maybe um adjust how much damage the enemies do adjust how smart the enemies are or um you know that that kind of level of control i think is probably ideal and that's something that i would like to see in in games and actually from i did a little bit of research today um, first-hand research. Um, I was playing Celeste, which is another one of those well-known difficult games. Um, but they have an option called assist mode, uh, and I I sullied my save file with the assist mode to uh, <laughs> just kind of figure out, you know, what it was all about, because um, it it like marks your save file as like, oh, you use assist mode, um, which. I think is a whole other thing. Um, we could talk about how easy mode tends to shame the gamer. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But but they give you options, so you can choose to be invincible, or you can choose to have you know you have like a dash move that you can use um, a limited amount of times. So you can set it so you ha- can use it unlimited amount of times, and you can slow down the speed of the game. Um, to kind of make the twitchy platforming stuff a little easier, you know, give you more reaction time. Um, so it was actually kind of almost exactly um, what I was suggesting in terms of like customizable difficulty. Um, I guess it's a little different because it's like a purely platform game, but yeah, because there are no enemies or anything. Like yeah, that. I I think it's I. 
I'm the person who likes options. So mm-hmm. I think giving the player more options is always better, personally. Yeah. And like you said before, you kind of alluded to, um, I think, especially when it comes to like difficulty options, that just increases the replayability of the game. Because I know there, there are some games, like The Witcher 3 is a great example, where mm-hmm. you can play it on easy and then you can go play it on even just hard, not even the hardest difficulty. And it's like a, it plays like a completely different game. You still experience the same story, but the actual mechanics of fighting is completely different because you have to rely on so many elements in the hard one that you don't have to in easy. Uh, mm-hmm. Normally in a game where it's like, oh, I have to worry about the stats on my weapons and equipment more and stuff. Whereas like in The Witcher, you have to worry about the potions you take and mm-hmm. the oils you put on your sword and all that kind of stuff. And which uh, magic, uh, which magics you use and all that kind of kind of stuff. Um, so it can, it can really help increase the replayability of a game as well, which I feel like is good for developers. It's funny you bring up The Witcher, though, too, because that's another game that I felt like the easy mode kind of took something away from the game. Oh, it definitely does um, from the combat, for sure, 100%. Yeah, because like you don't really need to worry about the potion stuff. And I was like, that was an aspect I really liked. Yeah. Uh, but again, I suck at action games. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just did it anyway. Uh, but it just didn't feel like I was like, well, I, you know, I didn't really need to do that. I guess, I guess that kind of, you know, answers kind of this other question that I, um, I wanted to float was whether easy mode can take away from the experience of, of games. Um, and I, I, again, I just, I think it's, uh, it, it, it depends on on how it's implemented, I, I I guess. And I I also think it depends on your experience with video games, mm-hmm. uh, because like you and I have been playing games pretty much our entire lives. Um, whereas someone, I'll use my wife Brooke as the, an example yet again. Mm-hmm. She's technically played video games her whole life, but it's been like mm-hmm. super on and off. It's only been a, you could probably count on two hands the number of video games she's played. Mm-hmm. Most of them have been Pokemon. Like <laughs> so and she played like a lot when she was a kid cuz you know yeah. back when we were kids video games were toys. So mm-hmm. um and then she didn't really play for a lot until, you know, she met me. So mm-hmm. um so she has this experience with games where like she has played video games but not enough to learn what to be used to Mm -hmm. uh, and like what to expect so if she were to play a game that one of us were to play and like we would find the easy mode to be lacking and like take away from the experience especially in the way that something like The Witcher does where like there's this whole element of the game that you don't have to use that you know is really important in higher difficulties. She wouldn't necessarily feel cheated because she's not like a you know, traditional hardcore gamer mm-hmm. who's like come to expect and will find those things and wonder, oh, why am I not using those? She'll just never really research them and never really get into them and just enjoy the game a different way. So I think there's like multiple levels mm-hmm. uh, to it. Whereas like 
and this I think goes towards like whether difficulty really creates a huge barrier to entry because like if even on easy mode I'm not saying she's ever going to play the Witcher but she's almost certainly not but (laughs) (laughs) if she were to if on easy mode you still needed to apply oils and potions and all that kind of stuff every Mm -hmm. time you well almost every time you went to fight that would probably keep her from playing the game like Mm -hmm. she'd get into it because I can tell you the perfect example of this actually is um Ori and the Blind Forest, I think that's mm-hmm. the name of the game. Um, it's a platformer on Xbox mm-hmm. and PC. Great platformer. And Switch. I think that's Oh, it is on Switch, Switch now. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she was very much enjoying that game. That's typically the kind of game she likes. She likes collectathons and she likes games like that, like side scrolling platformers. Mm hmm. And she was really, really enjoying it, really enjoying it. And then they just added too many mechanics. Like she got to a point where she was just like, I can't remember all the different mechanics I need to be able to continue to make progress in the game. And she just quit playing because of it. So even that, like that's, again, that's not like traditional difficulty, right? Hmm. It's not like more enemies, higher health, nothing like that. But it is kind of like a layer of difficulty in and of itself that creates a barrier to entry. Yeah, I can. I guess I. Yeah, I. I, I guess like I never really considered that, but I think that also kind of um, reinforces the 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 need for more granular options. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's very true, and I think that's a great place to end it. Yeah. Great sentiment to end it on. <laughs> so, um, as we did last week, um, we have, like, su- we have, you know, uh, basically giving a suggestion of the week. It's your turn to suggest something this week. So, what is your suggestion of the week? So, uh, we, uh, we have talked about books previously, and that... Mm-hmm. Uh, that put in my mind for this this episode to suggest a really awesome sci-fi series mm-hmm. uh, called Murderbot Diaries, <laughs> which is a really great place to start reading uh, if you're into sci-fi and you're not you don't like read a lot because mm-hmm. this series has um, five entries in it and the first four are all novellas which are 150 pages or so. Mm-hmm. So, and they're all written in a very fast paced way. Uh, you're not gonna, there's no, uh, quote character moments, right? Like there's, there is no like, Hey, they get chased and then they have like a long journey. They get chased again or anything like that. It is from the beginning to the end, fast paced usually in Murderbot. Um, I have read all four novellas. I am going to be reading the fifth entry, which is actually the first proper novel that's about 350 pages so it's still not long mm-hmm. uh it just came out actually may 5th i believe so i'm pretty excited about that but i am obsessed with these uh they're so good the main character is um a, a human robot hybrid construct <laughs> it's really hard to describe it's, it's described really well in the book um but who you follow genderless named any it has named itself Murderbot, basically, mm-hmm. because of its job. It is contracted out to be security for uh, 
expeditions in the space basically um and so you kind of follow it along its journey um and it is extremely fun and extremely interesting and a treat so i'm just looking it up right now um so i didn't realize the first one was so recent they've released these pretty quickly then i guess um yeah it's only been i think i want to say like 2017 first one yeah um, something like that uh yeah this is so um so the first one's all systems red that's the first one yeah yeah that's the first one um and then is the excuse me the fifth one's not out yet the fifth one just i think just came out may 5th networked network effect i believe okay they've already already announced the next one it's going to go back to a novella for the sixth one and it's coming out next year but yeah highly highly suggestive especially if you don't usually read because they're nice and short and very fast paced oh so we'll definitely uh check that out because that sounds really interesting i might look into it myself and see if i can actually sit down and read something for once in my life so where can um our lovely audience find the show they can find the show at anchor.fm slash L-V-L-U-P, level up, as well as uh, everywhere you listen to podcasts, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all those places. Yep. And then we also are on Instagram and Facebook. But if you go to that URL, the anchor.fm slash L-V-L-U-P, uh, you will find links to literally everything I just said and more, so... Head over there and go follow us everywhere you can. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys, uh, to our second episode this week. And hope you come back for episode three next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks.